0: My name is Eric Odie roth author of Canine Medic, and welcome to the Canine Educators to Save a Life. In this episode, our topic is first aid kits. We will also make our first aid kit list available to you and tell you how to get the list absolutely free. Joining me in the canine studio is one of my bestest friends, partner in crime on the medic unit for a number of years, and one of our paramedic instructors, Dan Ponce. Dan, welcome. It's great to have you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Dan, this is your first podcast here in the Canine Studio. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, thank you again, Odie, for inviting me to join you
1: today in today's podcast. For everyone out there, a little something about me. I'm a paramedic in the fire service for over 20 years. I've always had a love for dogs. Presently, I have two dogs, Zeke and Grace. Zeke is a -a two-and-a-half-year-old chocolate lab, where Grace is a senior English Springer Spaniel. Grace was a rescue when she was between three to five years old, and Zeke was the pick of the litter, And he is my outdoor hunting companion, where Grace is more of our indoor pet. I have been a part of canine Educator since 2015. I enjoy teaching first aid and CPR to a number of pet owners. With that, I have a bucket list, and I believe that everyone who has a bucket list uh, should have at least one item on their list, and it should be to save a life. As a firefighter paramedic, I get the opportunity every time I go to work. And when I do save a life, it is truly, truly rewarding. If you have a bucket list, add that to your list, and by listening to our podcast and taking a course, you will get the skills and education to possibly save a dog's life.
0: There's no doubt about it, first aid kits can sometimes make the difference between life and death. Having a first aid kit, especially for your dog, is the first step to being prepared for a medical emergency to help your beloved pet in their time of need. Before we jump into this, let's back up a bit. In fact, let's go back to the late 1800s. Why the 1800s, you ask? Well, there is a gentleman who has shaped our educational courses significantly, 125 years after his death. This man is French biologist Louis Pasteur. Pasteur made some of the greatest breakthroughs in modern medicine at the time, including pasteurization and vaccines for both anthrax and rabies. Pasteur is also known for creating the phrase, chance favors the prepared mind. What are you saying, when you prepare, there is a better chance of a more favorable outcome. When it comes to providing first aid to your pet, being prepared cannot be more important. Let me give you a real-life example. Working as paramedics for a busy 911 system, Dan and I have well over 200 hours of active shooter training, meaning someone goes into a public place and they cause an insurmountable amount of damage to human lives. Now, I hope we never have to use one second of that training. However, if we are placed into that position, I know we will make a great difference for many lives, and that is a direct result of our preparation. All right. For you David Letterman fans, we're gonna do this top ten style. Here are the top ten principles when it comes to first aid kits for your pets. Number ten. You know you know we're really low budget when you have to ask your guests to do the, the sound effects. I love it. It's if it's fun. <laughs> All right, let's go to number 10. Number 10, build your own kit. This is a big one, and there are several significant reasons for this. To start, I'm going to ask Dan to offer his perspective.
1: Well, I have this uh, theory that if you were to buy a 101-piece tool kit, what do you normally get? 99 Allen wrenches. If you are to buy a 101-piece makeup kit, what do you get? You get 99 Q-tips. And if you are to buy a 101-piece first aid kit, What do you think you get? 99 Band-Aids.
0: One thing I want to share is an experience we had. We had a lady approach us um, in one of our sit-down canine courses we had, and this lady supplied first aid kits, and she felt it would be a good option for us to make first aid kits available to the students. So at a later date, we sat down and had lunch with her. The first kit we opened, and I immediately saw Dan's face change. Dan, you want to share the experience that you had with her?
1: Yes. When I first opened up that first aid kit and the first item I saw uh, was a chew toy. And I'm thinking, you know, the importance of a first aid kit and the quality of the products and, and the materials within it and everything. And I see this chew toy and and I ask, I go, "What what's this? And she says, well, that's a chew toy. I says, you know, that just might just be something for your dog to chew on to pass time and this and that and so on. And I'm thinking... You know, a chew toy and a first aid kit, and I'm thinking more of the importance of the first aid kit and where a chook toy is pretty pretty minute in, in in thinking of the importance of what should be in a first aid kit.
0: Yeah, it takes up a lot of a lot of real estate. And I think uh it's important, you know, people have to understand as paramedics, we really view our ambulance or our medic unit. That's our first aid kit. There is no way that we would be able to do the things we do. Um, without a significant first aid kit like we have. And while Dan is in disgust about the chew toy in there, um, I'm actually reading the first aid instructions that came with the kit. So you have to understand, all first aid kits, they will have some sort of instructions that are included with them. Now understand, there is no one agency that approves what these manufacturers print. So what is provided could be grossly incorrect, which was that case. Number nine. Check your first aid kit yearly. Now, this is my pet fish theory. If you have a pet fish, you have to acknowledge that the fish exists, and that leads to feeding, maintaining the water in the tank, and making sure the air system is working properly so the fish does not die. If you do not pay attention to the fish, the water, or the air system, the fish will expire. Check your first aid kit yearly because some items will carry with them an expiration date. Do not even put yourself in a place where you find yourself saying, it still should be good, right?
1: Yeah. Can you imagine the look on someone's face if I said that while drawing up the medication?
0: I couldn't even imagine.
1: You will also want to replace any used items immediately. As far as the inventory on our medic units, we every Saturday, we inventory every single item on our unit, both fire-related and EMS-related. And we make sure that we have the right, the right items, the right quantity of items. We also ensure that the expiration dates are well within the expiration dates and not and, and nothing is theres expired uh, to ensure that we have the most of them quality and quantity uh, appropriate for our, our daily needs. There is even a dedicated date each year for your first aid kits. That is a good date for you as a individual to have inventory is to inventory your equipment that date and that date is, the 14th of September, and it happens to be World First Aid Day. That is a good day to remind yourself to inventory everything within your first aid kit to make sure that you have the right quantities, um, The nothing has deteriorated over that time, and that everything is within the expiration date of um, expiring. Now, if the 14th of September is not an easy date for you to remember to do the inventory. You, you can pick any other day of the year. You can pick your birthday. You can pick the 1st of January. Uh, you can also pick the date of uh, when you change your clocks forward or backward. Those are also awesome dates to remember to check the inventory of your first aid kits. Number
0: eight. I'm not sure if I can get used to that sound effect or not, but let's go with it. Okay, number eight. Response when there's no responder. If you're like me, stuff always seems to happen at the most inconvenient times. Accidents involving dogs rarely happen at nine a m on Monday morning when everyone is around and the vets are open By having a first aid kit on hand, you can provide immediately treatment regardless of the time of day or day of the week. you know if you're local or near your home, you need to know
1: where your veterinarian contact information is and what their hours of operation. This is also true for being away from home with your pet. Do your homework and know where the nearest veterinarian is, along with their contact information and hours of operation.
0: Number seven. Dogs only have so much blood. Dogs can usually compensate until they've lost about 30% of their blood volume. At that point, signs of shock will get progressively worse. So how much blood does a dog have? According to LiveScience.com, dogs have approximately 86 milliliters of blood per kilogram of weight. Let me give you an in depth example and I'm going to show off some of my math skills. First, we have to convert pounds to kilograms. There are 2.2 pounds for every kilogram. So, for this example, we will use an 80 pound dog. An 80 pound dog or 35 kilograms will have 0.8 gallons of blood. That is equivalent to 3 liters. Now, understand each liter is just under 34 ounces. After our math calculation, our 80-pound dog has 102 ounces of blood. Now understand that is only 8 12 12-ounce soda cans. 30% equates to only two and a half of the 12-ounce soda cans. Controlling bleeding is of utmost importance, and now you can understand why. It is extremely difficult to estimate the blood loss
1: depending on several items. You know, it's like what's the surface that they're bleeding on? Is it all in one spot? Was the dog walking or running? All these factors make it impossible to get an accurate amount of blood loss. It is imperative that you have items in your first aid kit to stop the bleeding. You can imagine two and a half cans is not very much when it comes to an
0: 80-pound dog. Number six. High quality items. When purchasing items for your first aid kit, be sure you select good quality items. For example... Having a roll of 4-inch Curlex is essential for a pet first aid kit. Now, you can purchase a single roll, or you can purchase 12 rolls of another brand for the same price. Often, the less expensive means lesser quality. The last thing you want to have is items that will not do the job that they are intended for, and that will just lead to more stress. You don't want any of your hometown medics using the lowest
1: quality equipment on your family. Don't use low quality items on your dog either.
0: Number Five, small injuries can become big. The longer you wait for treatment, the more severe your dog's injury can become. Immediate treatment can reduce this risk. The ASPCA publishes that one in four dogs would have a dramatically better outcome if only one first aid technique was applied. Often that technique is not done simply because a pet owner does not own a first aid kit.
1: Another thing to think about is it is imperative that you do not delay transport to a veterinarian for a severely injured dog. Number four,
0: storage of the first aid kit. Kits can be stored in a number of ways. Some people will lean to a hard type case, and for others, a soft pack is more desirable. Use the case that best fits your needs. Regardless of the storage, it is important that it is always secured out of the way of children and other pets. Number three, safety. No matter how sweet your dog's disposition under normal circumstances, all animals have the instinct to bite when frightened, injured, or threatened. Always protect yourself by muzzling before providing any first aid. Your kit should always have the means to secure and muzzle your dog, and it should always be easily accessible. Number two. Reduce stress. Having a first aid kit will immediately give you the access to tools to help facilitate your problem, which in turn will immediately reduce your stress. As paramedics, much of our confidence comes from knowing we have equipment and first aid supplies to save a life. Number one. This by far is the most important. You have to be trained on how to use the items in your first aid kit. Training will give you the confidence to handle any emergency involving your dog and will reduce the amount of stress when faced with an emergency. We often say never let fear be larger than your purpose. Your purpose is to help your dog when they need you most. They offer unconditional love and I feel that it is our responsibility to give them everything in your heart to help them. If you have not taken a course in pet first aid, we would love for you to join our Canine Educators family as we are currently offering two online courses. The Dog Owner course is a self-paced course that students can learn all aspects of canine emergency care, with lectures, demonstrations, viewing of hands-on skills practice from our veterinarian, Dr. Lisa Booth, and our paramedic instructors. The course covers over 35 first aid items with special attention to choking, bloat, dog behavior, CPR, and poisons. Our pet sitter course is specific to pet sitters, and this course also includes cats. In addition to the dog owner course, included is preparation for pet sitting, how to care for pets on the job, how to identify trouble when walking dogs, how to muzzle and scruff a cat, administer eye drops, how to pill a cat, insulin shots, and urinary tract obstructions.
1: Yeah, ever try to pill a cat?
0: And I think just learning how to pill a cat would be worth the cost of the course. Exactly. Certification will be issued upon 80% pass rate, and we do require video submissions to ensure competency of the skills that are being taught. Courses have a 60-day completion period, and the certification is valid for three years. Now, we also will give special discounts for large groups. So as we wrap up, I wanted to announce some exciting news. Last week, we incorporated something special into all of our online courses. Once a student enrolls in our course, they will have access to our closed Facebook group. Here they can ask questions with our instructors, gain knowledge, and share opinions. Students will also have exclusive access to our monthly case studies presented by our veterinarian, Dr. Lisa Booth. On behalf of all of us at Canine Educators, we'd like to thank you for listening. If you would like a free copy of our first aid kit list, go to www.k9educators.com and a pop-up will appear. Until next time, never let fear be larger than your purpose.